Welcome to The Watching Dead, the officially unofficial podcast for The Walking Dead on AMC. I'm Jim. And I'm Aaron. And tonight we're discussing Season 4, Episode 12, entitled Still. Pretty fitting name for this episode, I think, for multiple reasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll probably play a name game in the full cast. This episode had me scared at the very beginning. How so? I thought it was going to be a total piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, the whole impetus for them leaving camp... And going to find Beth a drink, I thought was shaky at best. Yeah, uh, but it evolved into something that was much, much stronger toward the end. That I actually ended up enjoying a lot. How'd you feel about it? Well, I mean, I kind of, I, I kind of uh, feel the same way you do. That I'm not sure that the 15 or so really good moments we got with uh, Daryl and Beth were worth the. 30 minutes of kind of crap that we had to go through to get there because literally nothing happened. (laughs) I mean, they crawled through that Uh caddyshack like it was a underground missile silo for what felt like days. Yeah. It felt like a very long time. Just like, you know, it's like, you know, Beth got a new outfit. Then it got ruined. It's that was the, it felt like a treadmill episode. She found her schnapps. Then it got ruined. (laughs) Yeah. She found a bottle of wine. Just, there's all these kind of almost farcical reversals, Uh very little change. But then at the end, we got some genuine moments between the two. And so it's like, what, how do you score something like that? Sure. Um, I, I feel like it was a lot more evidence of my theory that, um, some of these episodes were chopped together from other episodes. Like, uh, you can imagine i mean this this was a a bottle episode with just uh Daryl and Beth yeah um i wonder if you'd have taken some of the more interesting stuff from the Daryl and Beth uh plot that we got in episode 2 and you cut out some of the slower moving parts of this and put it there if if what what you'd have hmm uh i don't really know there wasn't a lot of interesting know. stuff from Beth and Daryl from the first episode either but I don't know. That's true. Do you, it kind of set a tone for their relationship a little bit. Yeah, and you know, the, the so the, we've had the two bottle episodes basically. Yeah. Um, with a limited cast and crew and locations, and they did some interesting stuff with Carl and and Rick, um, and they did some interesting stuff with Beth and Daryl. But instead of really using this whole bottle episode to do a lot of like character stuff and like a lot of tension building stuff, it seems like they've turned this season, half season of walking dead into almost a procedural Hmm. where it's like, there's a whole, there's, there's several hours of television that's gone past, but the ball is not being moved forward. And we might have an episode or two down the line that'll actually get things moving again. But it just feels like this is yeah. CSI, CSI Georgia, and we're just, <laughs> you know, each episode, you could watch these standalone in any order you wanted to, uh-huh. and it, you could miss an episode, and it really wouldn't affect your enjoyment in, in a way that a lot of procedurals are. That's kind of true. I, I think the, the thing that we, you know, don't get out of procedurals is this character development that we certainly got a lot of this episode uh, for both Daryl and Beth, and I, that's the kind of stuff that I'm always saying, I like that stuff. And I do, and and they gave it to us this this episode, and I think it worked really well. Just at the beginning of it, like I don't like how they got to where they got. 
mm-hmm. uh, even though where they got to was actually pretty cool. Yeah. Well, I mean, they could have gotten there a lot quicker, and then, you know, maybe this shouldn't have been a bottle episode. That's what my point is. Uh-huh. Maybe there was there was 20 to 25 good moments here, and 15 minutes of what felt to me like just a bunch of filler. Sure. Yeah. Uh, so let's talk about the stuff at the end, because that's really, you know, the p- important part, the okay. part that mattered on this episode. Uh, we get to find out something about Daryl's backstory, which is something I've been waiting for since last half season when they killed off Beth's last last boyfriend. Um, that really excited me uh, then, and it excites me now. And I think it was interesting to see that Daryl really wasn't anybody before the apocalypse. Like mm-hmm. he says, he was he was following Merle around, doing whatever Merle wanted. Uh, which were, you know, pretty bad things. He had a tweaker who was stealing things for him, uh, kind of keeping them, you know, in business or what for whatever their business is. Yeah. The do you think that was a sly nod towards uh, Jesse Pinkman's character? <laughs> he called Daryl a bitch when he uh, threatened him with the gun. It might have been. It might have been. I thought so. I, I I'm gonna, I'm gonna get, go down to my grave thinking that was a Breaking Bad uh, nod. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I, I just, I really wanted to know more about Daryl's character and it's awesome that we got that. Uh, and, and I think it's, it really made a lot of sense the way that we got it too. Like, okay, everything leading up to them getting the moonshine, eh, okay. But once they get the moonshine, we find out a lot about Daryl. We find out that he had an alcohol problem in the past, mm-hmm. uh, he, it, because he was hanging out with Merle and everyone was drinking all the time. Right. And he's a very mean drunk. Yes, he is. Um, yes, he is. And and not only that, but I mean, we we understand now, like why he was so angry at Bob mm-hmm. for his drinking and how he couldn't control it. Mm-hmm. Whereas Daryl in this new world has controlled it completely. Right. We haven't seen Daryl drink at all up until tonight. Yeah. Uh, so that was that shows not only like the darker side of Daryl, but also the willpower that he has now that he's in this new apocalyptic world. Sure. And and the change that he has made that the Beth is talking about. Right. In the so, I mean, I don't feel like – I will take a little bit of exception with your take there, and I don't feel like we learned a lot about his past that we didn't already know. You, yeah, you might be right about that. But I do think we got a little bit of insight into his present motivation to where even though yeah. he intentionally is, is, is goes second banana to Rick, he still takes an enormous amount of pressure upon himself for the, uh, for the group's survival. Oh, yeah. And blames himself when things don't work out. And every death is kind of um, something that he feels like he could have fucked up or he could have done better. Yeah. Um, and, like, the fact that he – I bet he feels like a real asshole that he talked Michonne out of going after the governor. And then the governor <laughs> showed up at the gates and fucked shit up. So. Uh-huh. And, and especially about losing Herschel. And I, when they were yeah. playing this drinking game – I really didn't like it at first. I was like, "This is this is not good. This is dumb." Well, a uh, lot of people on Facebook pointed out that, like, what is it with The Walking Dead where they can't get, they can't divulge backstory or characters unless it's in form of a game, like Michonne's <laughs> clearing room uh-huh. games, playing playing Kings with, uh, or never never have I ever with Beth and Daryl. It's like, yeah, yeah. There's other ways that adults. <laughs> you know, a conversation. Yeah, I can have conversations and draw people out, you know, sure. that way. But but, but I whatever. Do, but it morphed into something that I did like because when it turned into Daryl getting belligerent and drunk, um, we we start to understand that he is angry at himself for not being able to protect the people, like you said, and specifically Herschel, um, who had given Beth all these great things that she had in her previous life, right? Mm-hmm. 
Uh, and those are the things that Beth was talking about during this game and bringing up and reminding Daryl of. And then Daryl got fed up with it during the middle of this game. I think that worked really well. Yeah, and I think that was one of the more subtle things they were doing is that yeah. Beth was trying to draw common ground with Daryl over their father's alcoholism and alcohol yeah. in the background. And Daryl's like, you don't get it. <laughs> uh, your dad fixed you, you, you know, your dad was kind of a, you know, a sloppy mess, kind of a, uh, you know, self-destructive alcoholic. He wasn't a violent dick alcoholic like my dad was. Yeah. Shooting stuff in the and, living and room. And my dad and... didn't get better yeah. and get me a pony and get me a, you yeah. know, so yeah, that that and, that was quite that was that was great. I liked that, mm-hmm. and it wasn't something that they had to throw a neon light on. They just kind of trusted us in the audience to pick up what was getting under his skin. Definitely. Besides the moonshine, which is not the touch that Walking Dead typically has with these sorts of things, and I I really appreciated it this episode. I suspect that Beth was lying about needing a first drink. You think she's <laughs> why? Why do you think that? Because there's no way. <laughs> A 17-year-old girl has her first drink of moonshine and just says, oh, that tastes gross. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's like more she like, drank a bad flavor of Kool-Aid. It's more like, <laughs> you know, uh-huh. I mean, you get some moonshine, some, like, 100-proof white lightning, that's still my reaction to it. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And then and then five drinks in, she wouldn't be on the floor uh, sobbing about having lost her dad. <laughs> yeah. She's just kind of hanging out. Yeah. yeah, I wish I could feel like this all the time. Yeah, no, no, yeah. No. In fact, and she was like, I was expecting. Uh, I would have liked to seen Beth like throw up or something. Yeah. Um, if nothing else, then just like the thirteen and fourteen year old kids watching this are not going to be like, you know what, <laughs> alcohol because alcohol is a fucking asshole, man. Yeah, I've got a crush on Beth. Beth drinks. It is fun to drink like that up until the moment it's not. <laughs> And then it's too goddamn late to do anything about it. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I, I, I almost think that was like irresponsible AMC to make. Uh, I mean, the worst thing's going to happen is a hunky redneck is going to be mean to you until he's super vulnerable. <laughs> and you're going to get to hug him and, yeah. and flip off uh, the house that you're burning down afterward. Yeah, so AMC just doesn't give a fuck about the F word as long as it's it's gesticulated, I guess. Uh, apparently, yeah, because it happens three times in this episode. Yeah, very uh, prominent. Either that or they're just using up all of their birds this episode. Really? They burnt the birds? Yeah, they burnt through all their birds. Wow. That, that's That's... Says they, they 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 don't feel like they're going to need birds later on. They don't need to stockpile birds. <laughs> I guess not. What did you think about that final scene where they burned down the house? What I, mean, do I have a clear I think idea about uh, a, a, a two dumb fucks that were sleeping out in the woods, <laughs> burning down the only shelter they'd found. What does the survival master think about that? Uh, well, I mean, I feel bad because I'm I'm woefully behind on my survival guides. Uh-huh. Uh, hopefully, I'll catch up this week. But I don't know. I mean. It's shades of Nucky from uh, Boardwalk burning his old pappy's shit shack hmm. uh, like a catharsis. Yeah. But maybe you do that in the morning. Yeah, when you're about ready to leave the shit in your shelter. Yeah, yeah. But they're drunk. They are drunk. People do dumb things, which is sure. another thing about you know maybe especially when you got a zombie outside and maybe lurk others. Maybe maybe Daryl as the adult who knows he's got a problem. Um, was Daryl just because? In the beginning of the episode, when he's eating that snake, 
Yep. He was already a dick, just like not responding to her. And he was like that in the previous episode we saw them relating. Yeah. Like the only thing that would arouse him from his stupor was her endangering herself. Um, so was he just in a bad place and maybe he's like, you know what, if we get drunk and get eaten tonight, it won't be the worst thing. I mean, is mm. is there like a really dark underbelly we're supposed to surmise here about? I, I don't feel like it. I think the, the tone of the end was very uplifting and very, um, no, I get it. They like, he turned the corner, but I'm saying, I don't think they would sour it with that, that one note of Daryl does, still doesn't give a fuck. No, not not still. I'm saying at the time oh, where oh, he before. chose, because he felt it felt like a moment when she was like, "Well, you, let's drink this moonshine, Mister Dixon," and he's like, "This is a bad idea. Fuck it." And I'm yeah. like, "What?" Because the other thing is, I think Brian, I think it was Brian Wagner on Facebook said, uh, uh, "Daryl's uh, <laughs> Daryl's asexuality confirmed," um, but. One of the things a lot of people are concerned about, and it was in the back of my mind, is like, oh, God, are we going towards a uh, statutory rape situation here? Sure. Uh, how old is Beth again? Uh, is this creepy? How do we feel about this? <laughs> a lot of those types uh-huh. of conversations, nothing of the sort even happened. Yeah, yeah. You know, again, it was more Beth going in for an awkward, comforting hug to Daryl, and, you know, Daryl up the awkward by just, you know, making him, making her do it on his back like he, she jetpacked him. <laughs> uh, but... Uh, where was I going with this, man? I uh, hey, I don't know. When I post on Facebook, when the episode be- became about a mission to get alcohol, I started cracking open beers. So, um, <laughs> well, shit, where was I going? I I was on a roll, man. Couldn't tell you. Damn it! This is the problem with the instant cast. Yeah. Well, so okay. You oh think yeah, about he that. didn't. Okay. He was I. He was on that like cliff edge. Like this yeah. is a bad idea. I don't know if I should do this. Mm-hmm. The first time I saw it, I'm thinking maybe he's, like, knowing where this is going. I mean, uh, never never have I ever is a game you play, like, at slumber parties or when you're trying to uh, get yourself drunk enough to screw somebody. Sure, yeah. And alcohol is kind of that thing, too. And I think he was – that was kind of like, I know what she's doing. Do I want to go through with it? But then when nothing actually happened, I almost think now – Maybe Daryl was like, it's a really bad idea to get drunk with zombies outside and maybe more coming. Fuck it, I don't care. Yeah, no. I'm I think tired might... of this shithole. I'm tired of being responsible for these people. You know. And plus, I mean, he just saw... So let's go back to the, the golf club for a second. Um, All right. The Caddyshack? The Caddyshack. He's in there and uh, Beth gets attacked by one walker and takes care of it. Mm-hmm. And he he tells her, you can take care of yourself. You just proved it. Right. But then four walkers come in, and Daryl has to take care of it because uh-huh. she couldn't have. Okay. Uh, four, like five or six walkers, actually. Um, So I feel like they kind of step back on that a little bit. Because I was thinking maybe, like, Daryl Darryl was thinking at the moment, okay, well, I don't necessarily need to be the guy here to protect her anymore. Well, I think part of that was her, he was kind of being a dick back in return yeah. for her being a dick saying i can take care of myself you know blah 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 and he's like hey i was watching you take care of yourself yeah but then he's you know he's too not much of a nice guy to let her get eaten <laughs> yeah but he's <laughs> certainly a point. he certainly let some of his asshole stripes show oh time. yeah it was i you know the thing is is like i my first thought was like this is really out of character for him but it's mm. not yeah we just never seen this side of him exactly but a guy who rolled around in, with merle 
this is exactly who he was. And think about how he behaved in like the first couple episodes we met him. Sure. Um, we never even saw him go this far, but this, this, he's definitely got that Dixon mean streak in him. Yeah. Uh, what else do you want to talk about? I think that's about it. Okay. I think we covered. Yeah. Fairly straightforward. I didn't, didn't, uh, care for the beginning too much. We will have a lot more to break down on, on Tuesday night. Yeah. Including hopefully some fan feedback. Um, so if you, uh, have some thoughts on this episode, you want to send them in, you can do so at watching dead at baldmove.com. You want to catch up on our uh, live feeds, uh, our live show threads, rather you can do that on facebook.com slash bald move. And Jim always live tweets over on Twitter at bald move. Another good way to get a hold of us. What else we need to talk about? That's it. We'll be at walkerstock.com. Yeah, in less than two weeks. Uh, we announced contest winners on Friday. I think every we've heard back from both of them. Yeah. Um, we just need to, uh, we're waiting to hear back from Eric and James for their tickets. We can email them. But uh, thanks for everybody participating in the contest. And check out our subbable.com, S-U-B-B-A-B-L-E.com slash bald move link and signed up for that. Uh, appreciate it. And uh, we will talk to you more on Tuesday night. All right. See you then.